of Star Trek Europa. I'm your host, as always, Dr. RPG Jeff Harvey. Uh, and joining me once again is the crew of the Europa. Brian, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Brian. I'm playing uh, Jorad Hage, the captain, uh, and I have nothing to plug. John? Uh, John, I'm playing science officer Kasriana Shabaraneva, who's also the second officer, and nothing to plug. Yes, and a prize for anyone who pronounces it properly in the first try. <laughs> uh, Evelyn, go ahead. I'm Evelyn Corbett. I'm playing Dr. Dasavi Oneit. And Jack. And hello, I am I am Jack. I am playing the first officer, executive officer, uh, Commander Arani Ambrose. And uh, I do various things throughout the week on my own channel over at twitch.tv slash the people's ascension, mainly Dungeons and Dragons, that we're going to be taking a three week hiatus and doing something else. We don't know what that is, but if you want to get in on that discussion, you can head over to our, our Twitch and our Discord under the same name. Uh, but otherwise, I do all kinds of fun hangout sessions throughout the week. So if you want to head over to my channel and check out the schedule, you can. I'm on like five nights a week. So come hang out. Five nights a week seems a lot. I wish I could do so it. Many. So many. But uh, we will be picking up some more shows here fairly soon on this channel as well. The um, Star Trek uh, STA Engage is coming back shortly. So keep anyone who wants to keep an eye out for that. Uh, where we discuss how to run and play the Star Trek RPG. Uh, we're also going to bring be bringing in some of the shows for Adventure Inc. Um, so I, I don't want to tease too much of those. But two new shows for Adventure Inc., which is one of our sponsors for this series. Um, and they will be bringing out some. We will. I will be bringing out some shows for them, um, talking about board games and D and D and all that stuff. But um, that's still probably a couple weeks away. Um, in the meantime, though, uh, yeah, check us out on Patreon and all the places that you can find us, YouTube and whatnot. Uh, let's go ahead and get started. And I think we're going to start today with a recap from the Tongo Gang. So tables is the wrong thing to have out. Characters. So we know Tong is there. Who Not else Tongo playing? With, you can't spell Tongo without Tong. That's right. <laughs> Who else we got playing Tongo today? Uh, O'Connor. Castle Ben. Uh, I think uh, I think instead of uh, my normal uh, Yesbeth, it's going to be um, Malini Silva instead. I have that character. There we go. Has has Cass been to one of these Tongo sessions? Yeah, I before? think this is new for Cass. We had Vega. We had Vega mm -hmm. last time. Yeah. yeah. Cass was in the first one, I think. Was she? I think so. Yeah. And Tong talked her into it last time. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. Because there was that whole conversation with Eva and Cass about yep. Tongo. So Eva right. is probably there too. Yeah. Oh, that would uh, be interesting. I mean, Eva is pretty much everywhere. <laughs> True, but like actively participating, not just Eva-ing about. Um, yeah, we can use... Uh... That, that might be easier when she actually has an avatar. Right. Yeah, I think it'd be fun for her to just be kibitzing this time. Oh, we've been working on the avatar thing anyways, hadn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh... Tong... We could pitched be it to her. Yeah, Tong pitched it to her, and she was like, "I don't know. That was kind of the the core that corrupted my consciousness, or something like that." Oh, well, that's true. That's true. So, with her, isn't she still stuck in the the arrow wing? 
presumably. Yeah. Presumably. I, I would think we would have finished fixed that by now. It, it depends on how how long it's been since the last episode. I figured that would take like at least a week to do. Mm. Because it was a real slap patch, just like rip out all of the connection sort of job. Like we have to yeah. rewire everything. <laughs> at some point, the captain just comes to look at his arrow wing and just cries. <laughs> He's got to go to counseling now. Mm-hmm. We'll assume that Eva is not at this particular, uh, this one, because we're not sure where she's at as far as that goes. Um, and we'll figure out shortly where we are as far as her being reinstated to the ship. Um but here you are in the junior officer's quarters, because that's what you get. Um, and go ahead and uh, start. Uh, Malini uh, Silva will uh, st- stand up, hands on the table, and say, Acquire, acquire, index the margins. Well, somebody clearly knows what she's doing. Great, great, perfect, perfect. And she's going to sit down, relieved and confident that what she did was the uh, winning play. <laughs> we used to play. We used to play tango all the time back on uh, Drake R four. We had uh, one of those portable sets that were, were used holograms. I'm positive Bryson was cheating, but I was never able to prove it. Isn't that half the point of this game? I suppose. No. Yeah, I played before on shore leave, but yeah, it was a really good shore leave. And I got to say, I don't remember all the details all that well. Sounds like an excellent shore leave. It, oh, yeah, it, it, it was. Did you bring back any fun souvenirs? Yeah, but the doctor was able to clear that up pretty promptly. <laughs> I like the cut of your jib, uh, Andorian. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, thank you. So, all right, let's 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 get on with the winning. Let's let's win. So, Mills, you were at the you were or uh, O'Connor, you were at the you were at that station, right? Yes. What, I heard uh, I heard there was some craziness that went down. Yeah. That Not was terrifying. The the station itself was fascinating. I all I brought back all sorts of new samples and that was that was great until the I think I think they called them guardians came and one just just wiped out an entire section of buildings and it was never ever ever need to be in combat ever again i've never felt so helpless in my life well you had good people with you that counts for a lot (sighs) yeah if it hadn't been for the commander and Mills and Chirka, I'd... Ooh. Well, you know, we've got each other's backs and they're there to do the things they know best and you're there to do the things you know best and it works out most of the time. 
See, this is this is why I'm worried a bit about our own robot. Anybody ever? There's so much fiction and so many stories of robots going crazy and turning on their people. I'll be honest, I don't trust this ship's computer. See, I mean, the key is fiction there. It, the key is humans there. You people have had the strangest attitudes towards technology for hundreds and hundreds of years. And you fly around in starships and you're afraid. You're afraid of genetic engineering and you're afraid of artificial intelligence and you're afraid of this and you're afraid of that. And how did you even get out here? Well, here's the thing. When I'm flying a shuttle, I'm in control of the shuttle. The shuttle's not calling the shots. Ultimately, it comes down to me and the machine working for a goal. If the machine's the one setting the goals, the machine's the one deciding how to execute it, always goes wrong. Well, oh. Eva's not technically setting the goals. She's setting the goals within the parameters that her developers have created. And there's always fail-safes. If, if something were to happen with Eva, like the core, she can be shut down and we return to auxiliary power. It's not like, you know, you're real, you're having real time reactions in the shuttle and moving all, you know, moving the wings around or anything like it was some sort of ancient airplane. It's all, you know, you're dependent on machines for everything. It's true. I mean, look at, we're in a can in space. Uh, call me a neo-Luddite, but I just don't trust it. I think it's more of a saucer than a can. <laughs> Somehow a saucer in space sounds a little less scary. Yeah. Oh, humans, humans, humans. Seems kind of like a good wrap on the scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, I just got asked a question on, on a, a chat. And it was right in the middle of you guys ending that. So let's go ahead and go to the intro then. That sounds like a good place to end that scene. Right. Uh, with that scene out of the way, let's go ahead and head into our next uh, moment of joy. Ambrose, I think that's you. Okay. Uh, so how do we want to do this? Uh, did you want to start out in training or did you want to start out uh, putting a training together? Uh, yeah, so I, I'm I'm thinking that we would we would actually start off in 
Ambrose's quarters, actually, and it's 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 real dark. Whether he was taking a nap or waking up for a shift or or what have you, uh, but he's wide awake, uh, and he's doing the thing where he's flipping back and forth, uh, and eventually just decides to get up. So either an unsuccessful nap or he's up uh, up during an off shift or something like that. Sure. Uh, he eventually he he gets up paces around for a bit, goes over to the replicator, uh, orders some uh, English breakfast tea, paces around for a little bit, picks up a, a pad, sort of just does a, a quick read of that, tosses it down, picks it back up and, and considers it again, uh, and then goes over to a, a wall console, and you can see him reviewing uh, sort of like security arrangements and his his security seminars and he decides to call one of his you know impromptu report right now it's a it's a security session <laughs> uh exercises that the surprise security security exercises that he does okay where are you going to call that at uh will Just like the gym area. Let let me let me ask actually. Um, who? It, it it wouldn't be it wouldn't be presented as volunteer basis, but from a storytelling perspective, who wants to who wants to have somebody in the scene? Uh, I um, in the scene. So, so yeah, if you're calling security drills, you'd have Mills. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think I have anybody appropriate, so that's okay. Uh, you could take um, Mar. Mm -hmm. that, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, let's do that. We could be in the holodeck, and it could be like a, a hologram simulation of a assault. Yeah, that's um, that that's that's what I'm thinking, actually, because we we discussed previously during my assault on the med bay uh, about doing a. Uh, uh, training hologram situ situation where we are defending uh, the med team or whatnot. Mm. So we, we could yeah. incorporate that there. And I think I'd break it down into, uh, instead of actually using holographic enemies, I would break it down into two different teams, a defending team and an assaulting team. Okay. Uh, so I would have, I would call Dr. Marr to be the one, uh, you know, in charge of keeping an eye on and, and training the the field medics, as it would be. Uh, and I would be working with Mills. Uh, I would I would put Mills pretty much in charge. Uh, I would be in charge of the exercise, but she would be in charge of the defense team. Okay. And then I'm going to put Koba in charge of the assault team. Okay. And you'll each have an undisclosed number of red shirts with you, or, or yellow shirts, as it would be. Um, and we'll we'll meet in the in in the holodeck, and a a simulated sort of um, rainforest, like alien rainforest type jungle, will emerge around us. There will be a clearing, uh, probably with a with a holographic patient to start out so we can we can simulate some actual wounds just like home yeah Kobo will say 
do we do we want to have a another another i mean i, I may be asking for for too many too many people in the scene <laughs> uh who who was it that that made that point? That was uh, O'Connor. But I I can understand if you don't want to play two people in the same scene. <laughs> what if we we just do two player characters on each side, and they can play off of each other? That's a great idea. Run that by me again. I lost part of it. What if we do just do two player characters on each side and that way they can play off of each other? So medical would be Mar and something well, else. Kova would be and either with the defense or the assault team. And then so uh, it would be like Mar and Kova and uh, Mills and Ambrose or Ambrose and Kova, Mills and uh, and Mar, but I just mean pair off one the attacker, one the defender. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, that works for me. So Mar, uh, Ambrose is taking orders from Mills as far as this this is going. I guess that would is what you're going for. He's running the encounter, but uh, seeing how Mills is doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, yeah, I don't think it really makes sense for for Mar to be on the assault team, but yeah. we could we could right. do it that way. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if if the point of this drill was to sure. defend the med, you know, defend a medical situation. Sure. What about Mills and Mar then, and uh, Kova and Ambrose? Uh. I, I kind of I'm, I'm probably making this more complicated than I needed to be. I, I was I was thinking I was I was leaning towards Ambrose and and Kova being on the opposite side. If you catch um, my drift. Yeah, I get your drift. Um, yeah, I mean, then uh, it can be Koba and Mills and Mar and Ambrose. Sure, sure, we okay. can do that. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, so so Al Al in that in that situation, Ambrose would be leading the defense team. Mar would be training the and and keeping the the medics together under under combat, and then you two would be would be working with each other to to assault. Koba okay. will uh, be hacking through the 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 jungle. He'll say, "This is just like home. I used to walk through." Ferns like these on my way to school every day, uphill both ways. You know, we'll get a lot further with the art of surprise if they can't hear us coming. <laughs> I mean, sure, but is it worth it? And you hear a yes. voice off in the distance saying, Ensign, it is not worth it when a Vulcan is on the other team. Let's, let's just whisper. Fine. All right. So, so do we want to start separately and then converge uh, with the uh, the assault? Yeah. So we are we still are we just just doing two on two? Or are we still having like a, a team? I'd, I'd say you're in charge well. of a team, and and I'm in charge okay. of a team. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, so you've got probably five or six guys in each team at least. Uh, now, now Mills and Koba, are you the same rank? Mm, Currently, I yeah. I don't remember. Okay. No. Yeah, I think, are we both Lieutenant JG? Yep. Mm. Why don't you take half the team and I uh, figure I have really should speak up so everybody can actually hear me. Mm-hmm. So Mills whispers, yeah. why don't you take half the team, fan out that way, I'll fan out this way, and let's surround them. Attack them from a central point. Are you want to do that? Uh, this is him in character. This is yeah. not me, but yeah. This is Hope. Well, all right. Out of character, the initial scene is like Mara's working, Mara and the med team are working a patient like in a stationary location, right? right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're doing capture the flag and Mara and his body are the, are the and the flag. body that he's dealing with are <laughs> yeah. the, the flag. I, I just I do, I'm just trying to play out uh Koba is definitely questioning your decision right there. No 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 that's I just want to make sure that I was picturing it right so okay. that I would give the orders Mills would give. Sure, sure, sure. Do you have a better suggestion? Well frontal assault. Uh we 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 flambast them with just all kinds of phaser fire coming from one direction. We have one person sneaking around back, a lone, com- a lone wolf striking from the shadows and then uh, taking out the, uh, the medic. Say so two or three. You never want to leave somebody alone. Uh, you do if they're awesome, but okay, you're, in, you're the boss. All right, so we'll run with largely full frontal assault. We'll send, I presume with your awesome comment you want to be one of the don't i scream commando you scream a lot of things <laughs> all right all right men let's do it and then he'll uh walk off into the into the jungle with uh, a couple people ready to strike when you when when you make the when you launch your attack okay and mills will head in still still staying undercover and um scanning out trying to keep an eye out for potential gorillas and uh head in for a frontal assault okay um koba koba's gonna stop for a moment when that when they're alone computer remove shirt at bandolier (laughs) 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 okay uh, and a headband and a little like a little red headband and a big long knife and one hundred percent. Um, all right, Koba, give me a daring insecurity. Okay. Sneak around. I don't really know. Yeah, daring insecurity makes sense to me. And then Ambrose and Mar, um. Give me um, one success. I don't know insight and security. Okay, I'm not really sure what to to go with. Um, actually, Mar, give me that one. Ambrose, go ahead and give me a command and either insight or reason. I think to see if you can uh, understand what you think Mills' maneuver is going to be. Uh, yeah, I'm. 
shouldn't be too difficult for you. You're pretty yeah. much a professional. Mars <laughs> target is 11. Uh, yeah, command and insights. Two successes. And... Oh, could Mar use their focus in small group tactics? Um, probably not in this instance because you're working on the training portion for the medical side. If you're working on the tactical side, may maybe. Okay. Uh, if it was a medical role, yes. If you were doing like the actual, like you're guiding the team that's actually doing the medicine, then yes. But this is a, 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 a hear things role. Ambrose, okay. however, with his focus on team dynamics. That would apply because you're yeah. leading the command team, yeah. So. Awesome. Okay. Uh, is that all that is? Yeah, I guess two successes. Yeah. So it looks like so far everybody's gotten two successes. I've only got one. Only got one. Okay. Um, all right, Mills. Um, so Ambrose, you you pretty much can uh, assume what you want about Mills's plan. Um, you have succeeded, so you're probably assuming some sort of frontal assault, um, maybe a pincer move of some kind. Um, so I assume you're setting up station in that in that capacity. Yeah. So so uh, so Ambrose is is setting up uh, what basic defenses that uh, that 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 they have. I think he would actually move the. Move the. Uh, I, I'm actually. I'm actually. Think, uh, no, we'll 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 go with a. Yeah, we'll we'll actually we'll actually move the the scenario just a little bit over, so we're not in the same place. We are we are over by a natural ledge. Okay. Uh, and then set up defenses on one side, and I'm actually going to attach, uh, or have somebody in my team attach a, a medical scanning tricorder to a a phaser set on wide beam so that it when it detects humanoids come into a certain range it just continually shoots out wide beam to force the uh the enemy into a different uh engagement zone to try to corral them in and then i'm going to have you know somebody keeping an eye on the cover the the, the kill zone yeah cover the kill zone and all that yeah right right so you're doing some uh, denial of denial of uh of area mm -hmm stuff all right um mills you're coming around the the uh the the platform you know going through the jungle there um what do you want to do i i really you guys are kind of the lead on this one i don't have a whole lot i can do for you okay um so we'll continue until because i would have no reason to change course until we encounter that phaser um, okay. um, all right, as you're coming around, um, give me a, uh, you're coming up on the area where you believe that they are at. So go ahead and give me a, uh, uh um, daring and security if you're going to open fire. Okay. So, Since, you know, we're doing a, uh, Oh, actually, I guess it's actually control and yeah. control and security because you're firing phasers. Mm -hmm. so. Okay. Um, oh, stop that. 
control and security, you said? Yeah. Or daring. Okay. So that's 10 and 3. Um, would her... This is for the attack? Yeah, no. Never mind. It, it, it's, that doesn't it's matter. To, it's to create the distraction of the attack, yes. Okay. I don't think any of my focuses would do anything there. Um, I do have... No. Okay, no, that doesn't do anything either. All right. Two successes. So you open fire in... Uh, just as uh, just just bef- just as you're beginning to open fire, the uh, the guy that Ambrose has uh, keeping eye out, um, you hear the whistle, and he kind of points that way as the phaser fire comes overhead, um, and he promptly gets smoked because um, he doesn't get to roll. There's no point in it. <laughs> um, so we got one down. Um, Koba is is coming around the back, and as you are coming into the back area, Koba, you uh, um, do you have any? <clears throat> How cautious is Koba being? Not very. Okay. I, I mean, I, I, enough, enough. He's being cautious enough. He's not being extra cautious. Let me put it sure. that He's not necessarily being cautious enough to expect a a biosensing phaser to start firing at him though no i don't i mean i i rolled a one and he rolled a two right. so i i would think that that would catch me off guard yeah so as you're coming around the back uh the um you hear the, the this beeping sound and then a phaser starts firing in uh an unaimed dispersal like wide dispersal pattern um it catches one of your your two other guys that you've got with you um just stuns him. He's not too badly injured. Like it would probably be a, he could probably continue on, uh, were it not a scenario, uh, mm-hmm. a test scenario. I would hope um, so. <laughs> but, um, phaser is set to disintegrate. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Play for yeah. keeps with Ambrose. That's right. <laughs> set to disintegrate, just, safety off. Computer beams him out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the, this is the first time the, 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 Holodeck systems fail and everybody mm-hmm. dies. Yeah. Um, all right, but he's yeah he's he's hit and tagged by the computer as you know as injured. Um, and that just keeps going like that firing pattern just keeps going. It's it's clearly not moving, um, but it is area of effect, so it's covering a pretty broad um, vicinity. Right, well, so. with my cover blown, I think Koba's is going to get the bright idea that he can intimidate his opponents into submission. So he's going to yell, uh, victory is life, and he's going to charge. Okay. Yeah, so I think that's that's the perfect moment. Uh, the, the way I'm picturing this, and don't let me dictate it too much if you have other, other things in mind, but the way I'm picturing it is this wide beam goes off and actually sends the other two of you uh, over to just, just a little skirted around the way. And, you know, because this is Star Trek, even when you're even when you're trying to set up an ambush, you follow the path laid out for you, and you don't go off the path. So I imagine it sends <laughs> Koba down a path, and Ambrose has set up one of those like snapping twig traps and a and a trip line on that path, and is up in the tree waiting for somebody to come around. 
<laughs> okay. So Koba is going to yell that victory is life, which is obviously going to set Ambrose off. Charge <laughs> forward, get hit with the with the tree, and then Ambrose is going to drop down. Okay. If give that's me, not uh, too much to ask for. Uh, no, go ahead. Give me a. Uh, um, give me an insight security roll first, and then we'll get into the hand to hand combat. Insight security. And Koba, you go ahead and give me a um, the same insight security. Actually, could I just fail? Yeah, you can just, always choose to fail. Yeah, yeah. Koba's obviously gonna uh, not. He's gonna fight back, but mm-hmm. like, I think it's more interesting if he fails. So do yeah. I? Do I still need to roll then? Uh, just so you can have advantage. It's it just to generate momentum. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, what, what is what's this for? Would my hand this is, is my hand hand combat coming into focus? No, yeah. this is just this is to have gotten the trap set up and and configured so it goes off and hits him. Oh, okay. So gotcha. And then we'll do the canned hand after that. Gotcha. Uh, so no focus. Here we go. Uh, two successes. All right, you've got two momentum in the pool. The party has two momentum to do what they want with. Um, so you then leap out of the tree. And for a little hand-to-hand combat, that is daring and security. Um, and then the defender can also roll the daring or fitness and security, depending on if you want to fight back or dodge. Um, I guess I'll try and dodge. Right, that's fitness and security. Uh, are, are you actually starting out with 10 threat? Did that roll over mm-hmm. from, or is that because that of is new, new for That is new for a new episode. Okay. Uh, well, go ahead and take another one because I'm going to I'm going to use bold okay. uh, to buy a, to buy an extra D20, and my hand to hand focus comes into play. All right. How many successes is that, Koba? Uh, just one. One success. So your difficulty is one, Ambrose. Okay. Uh, I could re-roll one of those, but I don't think I have to. That's four successes. <laughs> yep. So you've got three momentum to do. So you basically, you, you drop out of the tree onto him. You can go ahead and describe it how you want, but you have three momentum to spend. So I, I would imagine as, as this is happening, uh, up, in the, up in the tree, as this is all going on, we have phaser fire coming from one side, phaser fire coming from the other, Mars down at the, at the bottom, yelling out orders. This is all very familiar to Ambrose. And he, he may have made this scenario too familiar for himself. Uh, and while he's up there in the tree, he, he is he is obviously calling out to various people to direct them how to do things and and keeping out. But we flash back every now and then, every few every few seconds, like a real quick cut uh, sort of cinematic to a few different things back in the previous episode. We quick cut back to uh, a, a quick argument between Ambrose and Hage, and then we're back in the jungle and doing different things, and phases go off, and we get quick cut back to when the building just nearly crushed him as it was coming down. We quick cut back to other things going on, uh, and we quick cut into the the meeting afterwards, the debrief afterwards with Hage, and uh, there's there's this sort of uh, sub subtext that Anders picking up because of his his empathy as to uh hage being uh how how is it how is it described in that most recent letter that hage sent uh just just this just the same old same old that uh hage doesn't feel comfortable with with ambrose as his executive officer and then 
and then victory is life rings out through his ears and everything stops everything goes into slow motion and ambrose jumps down just as the the twig hits uh hits koba probably dead in the chest really just there to stun him more than anything uh hits him dead in the chest ambrose drops down and at first he sees a gem hadar he doesn't see koba he sees the gem hadar and he just goes full like space krav maga on on uh on on koba probably and and i'm not i'm not talking like really bad star trek like the the hammer swing maneuver uh no he drops into into full hand-to-hand combat stance kicks the phaser out of his hands jumps back slams him in the in the side of the throat grabs him by the wrist flips him over and accidentally breaks his arm okay can we can we add that uh, you hit him in the face as well? I sure. like the I like the imagery of blue blood all over you. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. All right, so we can do pretty much all of that. Go ahead and give me a damage roll. I think we can do all of the things you want to do with the mechanics as they are. Yeah, because I I got a whole bunch of effects, or I have momentum to buy effects, or however that works. Uh, yeah, well, you'll basically you've you've got enough to disarm him. You're good there on the on the uh, mm-hmm. momentum. You've got one momentum left after doing that. Um, and then what your effects and damage and all that will come into play once you've rolled your your actual damage. Uh, so what is hand to hand damage? Uh, it is two plus your security skill. Okay, so that's seven. And then, assuming you don't have any, you know, special stuff. Uh, so that is one, two, three, four, five, six, and one, two, three, four effects. So you don't six damage. And you have four effects, um, which would include your knockdown and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you can certainly do what you have what you have wanted to do. Um, Koba, go ahead and take. You're going to take six. It looks like six stress, and I will not avoid the injury because uh, that does over five. So I take uh, an injury. I am injured. Yeah, uh, which is your broken arm. Um, he basically all the things he knocks you down, kicks you, hits you in the face, and kicks you up and away, drops you, breaks your arm. Um, you know, bad stuff. So that that has happened. Uh, Mar, you're not far away. You definitely hear the the snapping of of uh, bullion bones. They're pretty thick. They're hard to break. <laughs> yeah, Mar's familiar with that sound. Um, they will turn, and I would like to see how good their insight is. Um, so I'd like to roll insight plus something. Okay. Uh, what are you trying to figure out exactly? Like you want to see how good Mars insight is in regards to what? Into look, looking over, seeing the situation and evaluating what happened. Okay. Um, you want to evaluate it from a combat standpoint, a command standpoint, or a medical standpoint? I think a command standpoint. All right. Roll insight and command. Okay. Uh, target is ten. Very well. One success. Um, okay. You get so, a basic understanding. Once this is all you would need to be able to get an understanding of what's going on here. Yeah. Clearly, Ambrose uh, has jumped out of a tree and ripped the arm off of Koba <laughs> to beat him to death with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. They're going to call out, Commander, look at me. Look at me. 
Andrew Ambrose. Uh, I want to. I want to roll something. What do I want to roll? I think I want to roll. Control is really more like manual dexterity, right? It's it's not. Uh, what Generally would, speaking, presence, although insight, um, or for sense of of self, like a composure check. Reason. I'd say reason or presence. Yeah, reason or presence. Uh, presence I'm, is more like your almost like charisma y kind of like your it, ability to influence others. It tends to be, yeah. It's it's the presence that you have, but I would also mm. I would hazard that it's also your presence of mind. Um but reason is probably the better one to go with. I'll I'll go with reason. I'll go with reason. I I say with a seven reason. Um <laughs> reason command. Sure. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna, and I, I do. I do actually, surprisingly enough, have a focus on composure, which which I might. I may switch out. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna throw you that. You could actually there. challenge it. Let me see. What are your? One sec. Keep going. I, I don't think you can challenge a focus. You can challenge a value. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna look at your values real quick. Um, let's see. Respect must be earned. The stats. Hmm. I don't think any of them apply directly. Not not to be challenged at the very least. Maybe to maybe to call on with the stars being full of wonder, dreams, and nightmare, remembering the nightmare. But right, I, mean, I don't I don't think I really need. Yeah, I don't think I can apply any negatively in this situation. But I was yeah. gonna try to. Yeah. Uh, you know, I could. I could. Um, the respect must be given. Must be given to be earned. Um, yeah, no, I don't have anything with that one. All right, yeah. so go ahead. Yeah. Okay, I was really hoping for a complication there, but I will take the the one success. Do I think that's enough? Um, that's on you. What you want yeah, to do? Yeah. No, I I I think. And I'm, I'm kind of running away with the scene here. Uh, but I think this all goes on, and it's super quick, obviously. Uh, I think I drop, roll to the ground, grab Koba's uh, phaser, and shoot the other, uh, that one other random yellow shirt there. And then I turn back to uh, Tamar. Okay. At that point, we'll have um, Koba is on the ground. Mar is, is standing between. Uh, Ambrose and the medical personnel and the injured patient. Um, Mills, um, give me, I want two rolls. Uh, the first one is going to be daring and security to have, or, oh, you know what, give me fitness and security to make your way through the jungle without Ambrose necessarily noticing you there. And then if that succeeds, then we'll, you can have a chance to shoot somebody if you want. Okay. Um, so, so fitness Ambrose, and security is a 14. Ambrose, give me insight uh inside security but your difficulty is going to be one higher than whatever she rolls okay your difficulty is four insight security uh do i have any focuses for this probably not if this is just look and this is just like a like a perception do i notice her thing correct yeah okay um I'm gonna say probably escape and avoidance normally would, but at the point at the moment because you're kind of focusing on the attack, I'm gonna say no. 
Right. I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Okay. Um, I mean, Ambrose really is going all out. Like, he's not feral, but he is. He has been dropped into full combat mode. So, once again, right. because it's security, I'm, I'm going to take bold security. Sure. So, that's a, that's an extra dice, and you get a, a threat. And yeah, I'll roll I'm going to spend two to increase your threat range. Not that it matters. Okay. Uh, I, needed, I needed four, right? You did. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and re-roll that 11, actually, because I can do that with bold. Okay. Uh, and that, no, that doesn't help. And that becomes a complication. It does. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say that your complication is basically, again, it's the, you're seeing, you're literally seeing these people as Jem Hadar at the moment. Um, so you've got that, uh, that, that overlay of reason. Mm-hmm. Um, Mills, you see Ambrose uh, phaser down one of the, uh, other security officers. Koba is on mm-hmm. the ground and blue bullion his... blood down yeah. at uh, Ambrose's face. Yeah, Ambrose is all covered in in, in bluish blood, um, and uh, he is, I assume, pointing a Type Three phaser at uh, Doctor Mar. Oh no, I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be targeting okay. Mar. No. Oh, okay. No. I was no, gonna I say just, that's just, what's happening. That makes my decision really easy. <laughs> no, in, in 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 this exact scenario, there's probably one person that Ambrose recognizes, and that is Mar. I got okay. you. Okay. But you are you are aiming that at one of the med team then. When you brought the phaser back up, who? What were you? What were you doing with it? You shot the guy, and then what were you doing with the phaser? I, I was just going back to surveillance. Just okay. Just okay. You know, yeah, right. going, going back on like there is there's still an active threat. I look back at Mar because he was like, "Hey, look at me." I'm like, "Hey, what?" And then <laughs> I, I'm still okay. I'm I'm so, still in combat mode. So okay. he's okay. So he's basically just kind of like the the phaser is kind of up, but he's looking at 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 Mar at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you gonna do? Okay. I would like to roll an insight check to see if Mills realizes that this has gone beyond the realm of we're training. Sure. Insight and command. Okay. Or insight security. I'll take either one. Okay. I think insight security will be better. So that is a 12. Oh, yeah. That's a 12. Here we go. Oh, good. Two successes. Yeah, you can get a pretty good read on the situation that uh, Koba's arm is clearly broken from what you can see and the way he's reacting. I assume he's not being a huge baby about it, but uh, it's still a broken arm. What? How, how are you reacting to that, Koba? Um, I think he's like on the ground, like uh, fucking. Um, uh, what do you call it? Wobbling back and forth. I don't know what it is. Gotcha. Like, like rolling about. Yeah, rolling, okay. rolling, writhing, writhing. That's so. Koba is clearly real life injured. Mar is trying to get commander's attention and looking as concerned as a Vulcan can look. Right. Um, and Ambrose, say, Ambrose is, has a definite murder face look on his right. face. Computer end program. Mm-hmm. Right. The computer ends program. Would she have? clearance to do that during I, my simulation um, yeah i was wondering that's a good, that's a good point oh well, well she's gonna try to, anyway yeah. that's no. up to you really no no she wouldn't all right yeah because i usually mar, mar yeah. might the computer does not or, end the program or at least then. mar would have emergency medical override yeah yeah right which she was they were planning on using yeah as long as ambrose has turned off that functionality for mm-hmm. her then yes he doesn't that she does not have access okay. otherwise anyone can turn it off 
I, I would just just my own personal preference. I think it would be really cool if either uh, Mills just actually manages to stun Ambrose, or Mar comes up and and nerf benches him. I think either one of those two would be a cool way to. to wrap yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, so I if mean, it does not, you get the you get the that. you get the computer non-compliance chirp. Right. Yeah. So the computer having now ignored my command, I will fire on Ambrose. Okay, Ambrose, you hear hear her say computer and program and then you hear the negative the, the negative chirp and uh, as you look back up she is you know shooting at you yep my and attention snaps away from mar and straight at at uh at gem hadar mills there <laughs> right phasers up and, and aligned so go ahead and give me the roll mills uh, it's control and security. security so that's a 14 and the difficulty to hit is always two this isn't opposed by anything it is not during phasers. It is not. Okay. What's the, how much distance is between Mills and Ambrose right now? I would say it's probably one sector separation. So okay. it's essentially medium range or essentially short range. Okay. Just wondering if she's close enough to take a flying leap. Um, that is you, two successes. You yeah, essentially could, but it wouldn't be a good idea. No. <laughs> No, we will try to stun him first. Yeah, you want to uh, get into hand-to-hand -hand with Ambrose? <laughs> probably not, but she also has a focus in hand-to-hand, -hand, so oh, that might be fun. That would be fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, there is a defense if you want to take it. You can do a, a fitness and security to try to dodge, but if you're not trying to dodge, then... Um, which does sacrifice your, your counter-action, so... Um, well, the speaking, people with us are not actually people. They're just hollows right no they're people oh we have actual people okay yeah yeah I, I imagine they're doing their own combat yeah yeah the other stuff okay. is happening in the side yeah, yeah there, there's yeah, phases going off all over the place like this is a legit battlefield right now <laughs> right they haven't realized uh things have gone off the rails mm -hmm. right um so you managed to hit roll damage um yeah that's Two plus security, right? Yeah. Uh, no, you're firing. What kind of phaser are you using? Hand phaser. I presume so that's word. A type two, then. So I think it is two. Yeah. Okay. So six. Change that to a six. Four total and one effect. So you do four damage, then you have the one. Um, of course I didn't open that thing. The effect only applies if you were doing if you were doing a charge, which yeah. uh, you were not doing. No, so. she wouldn't have had really time to think about that this time around. Right. So four damage, unless you want to spend the momentum that you have guy that you have down there. Um What can I do if I spend the momentum? Uh, piercing, which reduces two resistance, which mm. doesn't matter. You guys don't have any. Um, you can also do additional damage, which is one additional damage per momentum spent. Um, if you have two, you can disarm somebody. You, so you could basically spend two and shoot the phaser out of his hand. Um, you could gain an extra minor action. You could keep the initiative, which wouldn't do you any good right here. Let's uh, do roll damage. Let's let's disarm. Okay, you spend the two momentum that you have and shoot the phaser. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
So Ambrose, as you snap your head back, that phaser that you have in your hand uh, gets hit and sparks into a brilliant uh, uh, sparks of energy. Clearly it has been hit by the phaser and is no longer any good. Disarmed. There are other faces around you. Certainly grab another one, no problem. But okay. that phaser oh, yeah. that you had in your hand is now trash. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh Koba, Mar, or Ambrose, who wants to go next? Koba is, inca- is incapacitated. He can't right. do anything. You could yell some if you wanted to. <laughs> Mar would like to make a decision. Um, they're going to they want to make a snap decision to figure out the best way to stop Ambrose, whether it's to end the scenario or to try to disable him. Uh, what would you like to see for a role on that call? Uh, reason command. Reason command it is. That is... Uh, target is 10. Could that also be a, a, a medical concern? Like, if you I force certainly... somebody out of their, their disassociation? I was thinking, I was thinking reason medical. Reason yeah, medical. that'd be fine too. I'm fine with that. Okay. Uh, target is then 12. Focus in emergency medicine. I wouldn't think so. I Me- wouldn't think so. No, no, had to ask. Yeah. Emergency, emergency psychology, maybe. <laughs> okay. I'll take that. Uh, two successes. Okay. Uh, it- so Ambrose, what do you think is the most likely way to drop you out of this kind of uh, of thing? Would it be uh, a lack of consciousness, or a or the scenario just ending all around you? I I, I think just just from both from a cinematic standpoint and from a psychological standpoint, I think it would make more sense for Ambrose just to be taken out because I think it could be really jarring for somebody to be in the middle of a of a of a disassociative episode mm-hmm. and then reality completely shift. Yeah. 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 So it, and if it helps, Ambrose's next immediate action would be running straight towards Mar, yelling, "Get down! We're under attack!" And I imagine Mar just go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. And I, I think Mar would also think that the dissociation of Mar attacking him would would yeah might charm out of that. So yeah, Mar Mar's Mar's gonna try and put him down. Okay. Ambrose, you uh, you make your dash back to uh, towards Doctor Mar to to you know take cover, and uh, go ahead and give me the nerve pinch, Doctor Mar. Uh, fitness security. Uh, yes. Okay. It would be. I assume Ambrose is not actually seeing this. Doesn't see it coming, so there would be no. Uh, yeah. Resist it. Nope. No resistance. Okay. I have so no reason di- to believe that Mar would attack me. <laughs> right. So your difficulty is one. Okay. Excellent. So you have. Uh, one failure and one uh, and two successes. Successes. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and roll the nerve pinch or do whatever the nerve pinch. I don't know if the nerve pinch how it actually functions. Uh, I don't have any of the special talents for it because I'm an NPC. Uh, right. So I think it's a straight damage. Yeah, okay. which is two, uh, two plus, plus security. security. Yeah, so that's a, that's. Five. And then you have one additional momentum to spend, which can be additional damage if you want. Okay. Or there's a lot of things you can do with the two. Five, say one, two. two. So you have two damage. You might want to re-roll damage. You can re-roll those yeah. three, or you can roll off all of them. Let's re-roll all of them. 
do do we need to make this more complicated than it? I mean, I know this is this is mechanically how it works, but yeah, I was just gonna go with a mechanical quick, but yeah, it, you can I go have down a backup plan. To. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's just I was awful. just hoping he was going to get at least five damage because then it wouldn't it wouldn't matter. It would just be dope. <laughs> yeah, that's an incredibly bad roll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, two two very bad rolls. Yeah. Um, so that's one, two, three damage. Um, Ambrox, go ahead and take the three stress, but you can decide if you want to go down or not. That's up to you. I mean, if it's a decision, <laughs> right? Uh, I I mean, no. If we're if we're playing this out, you know, rules as written by the book, that would not take me out. Um, right. I, I will say, however, I will say, however, uh, it is, it is like a successful nerve pinch. It's just a not, not enough to actually knock him out. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, you actually, you would actually take, sorry, you would actually take one. Oh no, he never mind. Yeah. You still take three. Yep. You're good. Yeah. So I, I'd imagine that is enough for Ambrose to turn his head, look at more. And then all the, that, that muffled, background noise that's been suppressed all this time comes rushing back to to full uh you know to full decibel level the the gray scale fades back into the vibrant greens and yellows of the jungle uh and and there's a there's a look of recognition on ambrose face as everything sort of comes back into view maybe not immediate uh recognition from anybody else but i think this this does help so Ambrose. tell me if you like this. So you're as you're running at Mar grabs you, does the pinch, drops you to one knee, and then then things drop back into perspective. Mm. So that way he's kind of still standing there with his hand on your shoulder. Mm. Um, you're kind of at one knee. Um, who wants to go next? We're kind of out of combat at this point, unless you guys mm. want to do anything. Uh, Mills will tell the rest of her team to cover her and approach, not. With with the phaser um, still aimed at Ambrose, but not attacking, just kind of looking at Mar with this expression like, "We good?" Okay. the The rest of the group starts to cease fire because uh, some shit has just gone down. <laughs> Koba will make some muffled uh, noises as he tries to get up and fails miserably. One of the med, one of the medic members of the med team comes over to start scanning you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God, your arm is broke. <laughs> Mander, listen to my voice. We are on. We are aboard the Europa. We are aboard the Europa. This is training. Focus on my voice. You are safe. Computer and simulation. Uh, the computer and simulation. Mills visibly relaxes and holsters her phaser. Koba is still very unsimulatedly hurt. And he is rolling around <laughs> on the grid. Uh, Ambrose is just going to, to turn and look up at Mar. This is your job now, Mar. He's going to stand up, and if nobody stops him, he's just going to walk straight out the holodeck. Okay. Mills will go over to Koba. Check on him. Obviously, he's not okay, but, you know. Yeah, the medic that's the standing team, there is but... like, no, it's it's quite broken. It's broken in several places. Like, 
he starts, you know, working on whatever waving lights at things he can do. <laughs> I mean, this is him. like a 30, 30 minute outpatient procedure at this point, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's Just get into the med bay. Yeah. I'll help the med person get him up. Honestly, this is exactly what we were training for. Just deal with it in the field. <laughs> <laughs> and Mar might even say something like that. Yeah. You to focus on your patients no matter what happened around you. Remember your training. Okay, they get to working on it, but that's pretty much the end of that. Um, what are you guys going to do next? Um, I think... With... With Koba handled and Mars got his med team, I think Mills will go after Ambrose. Okay. There's nothing else that she can do here. She'll send the rest of security back to their posts. All right. You managed to catch him in the corridor. Sir. I, I don't stop. I'm, I'm over... fast walking somewhere. Just, so you're, you're like really having them. to keep up. Yeah. That's fine. I understand I'm overstepping my bounds. And it is not my job to question my commanding officers. But what was that? It's several paces before before he responds or even even twitches in in recognition to your presence that mills was war not the federation just nods and just waits for you to go on. Not sure anybody else here gets it. Just how close we all were to that. That's not right. why we're out here. That's not why I'm out here. I hope that's not why I'm out here. I hope we're never in a situation like that again. The war, sir, not I, the simulation as well, but. I can't begin to pretend to understand. I 
spent the entirety of the Dominion War at a desk. But if you ever need an ear, I'm happy to listen. I, I think with that, actually, yeah, there's um, there's there's sort of a nod, and we we pass a we pass an intersection, and Ambrose takes a hard left unexpectedly into a into a turbo lift, and just looks back with a. That's as far as as far as you go, Mills, uh, mm. and he he just you know whatever whatever deck his uh, his his room is on, he's like deck two or whatever, and. With that out of the way, um, do we have another scene that we want to do? I think a good one might be like Mar talking to Dasavi about what just happened, okay. or someone someone talking to Hage, or mm-hmm. um, really anything at this point. To... Yeah, uh, it would depend. Would anybody report it to the captain? Somebody would. Somebody uh, would for sure. Probably well, it would probably be Mills for the security side, and then uh, Mar to Dasavi to the captain on the medical side. So yeah, Mar Mar would Mar would report to Dasavi. He also wants to. They also want to go talk to Ambrose at some point soon. But they would definitely report report the incident okay. to their to their commander. Uh, unless you guys have anything you want to do with that, we can just have it be reported. It's fine, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, not that I my head I think Dasavi would go talk to Ambrose um, not right away she'd give him some time to cool down uh, what, what Ambrose is doing I think he goes up to his room paces around for maybe five minutes and then he's actually going to go find the captain so okay. if you guys have any scenes that you want to do in the interim Uh, do we have a less heavy scene that we can do as an as a midway through? I'm curious if anybody would go to see Koba, or would he realize that he actually <laughs> has no friends on his show? <laughs> no, Mills would definitely check in with Koba. Um, like once he like she left because there was nothing else for her to do. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, no. Really- like once he's once he's handled like. Mills would go talk to the captain and then um, and then probably go find Koba. I imagine he'd still be in sick bay. Or, yeah. You know, so you're gonna go but you want to talk to the captain before you took go see Koba? Um we I mean technically to, technically you probably. report to Ambrose. So. Right, but in a situation where your commanding officer has gone off the rails, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, and yeah. Mills is struggling with that too. I don't think we need to play out the actual reporting because it would just be a recap of what just right. happened. So, right. Yeah, but we can, you know, say that happened. I, yeah, I just want to make sure that we know what order things are happening in. So sure. you, you're going to give a report to the captain, and then you're going to go see Koba. Yeah, because Koba still at this point, Koba would be still at least as far as Mills is thinking would still be getting worked on in the field. Um, so she would 
kind of stand in the hallway looking lost for a minute and then go report to the captain and then go check on Koba. Okay. So you get to Koba uh, in sickbay. Koba. I imagine by this point he's got like this uh, transparent plastic thing. You know, uh, it's not made of plastic, of course. It's the future, damn it. Uh, but it's like strapped over his face, uh, regenerating his nose. Uh, and uh, his arm is like full, you know, in full like traction. And he says, what the hell? I don't know what happened there. I, I, I knew we, I knew it was a training simulation, but I think it was going to be a live fire training simulation. I don't we'll say Maris. We'll say Maris setting the setting the injury just because if just in case you want to jump in. Yeah, I was thinking that. That wasn't the initial intention. I don't think that was the intention at all. How are you feeling? Well, if it wasn't the intention, that's it, that's even worse. I know, and what? it's being handled by people bigger than us. Man, now I've got to go into work and look at the guy who broke my nose. How do you think he feels? I, you know, I don't really care how he feels. I'm in traction. You will get over it, Lieutenant. Before long, this will be a story you tell to amuse your colleagues. The situation yeah. on the other side is somewhat different. Oh yeah, it'll be hilarious telling people how my commanding officer beat the shit out of me. If your commanding officer were anyone else, sure, but your commanding officer is a war hero. That's, that's a pretty impressive person to beat the shit out of you. At least that's a good story. Okay. I'll tell the story of how I got beat up by a war hero. Maybe, maybe Dr. Mara leave, will leave your nose a little, a little askew for you. That would be rather dashing, wouldn't it? See? Look, silver linings, Koba. The recovery procedure is already well underway. However, Lieutenant, should you so choose, I'm quite capable of breaking your nose myself. <laughs> No, let's stick with let's stick with the handsome mug I had before, shall we? I will do my best. Because uh, there's no permanent harm done. Thank God for modern medicine, I'll tell you that. Right. Uh, somebody's got to report that to the captain. That that was it's, not just a training exercise. It's already handled. Good, because the last thing I wanted to do, the last thing I wanted was to be have it have the captain ask about that kind of thing. Thanks for stepping up there. Well, it's all part of the duty. Uh, I don't think the commander likes me very much. I've been thinking about that even before he beat the crap out of me. I don't think it had anything to do with you. I think you were unfortunately wrong place, wrong time. Lieutenant, wrong while I while I while I admire your attempted verisimilitude in the field, 
shouting victory is life at a veteran of the Dominion War was perhaps not the most intelligent decision you have made in your so far short career in Starfleet. Well, next time I'll do a psychological workup before the training session just to make sure I don't push any buttons. Lieutenant, I believe the phrase commonly used is think before you speak. It is recommended in most situations, particularly in combat. Vulcan logic. Oh, he's they they've got a point, Koba. The the plan was supposed to be a quiet ambush, not I was already blown. Screaming Scotsman running into war. I was already they I had already been spotted. I, I did what I thought was best at the time. Look, I'm do are you gonna give me a dressing down while I'm still in sick bay? I think that moment has certainly passed. I, I think the only debriefing that's going to come out of that will be between the captain and the commander. Yeah, I guess. All right, well, thanks for coming. I think I'm gonna rest up now. All right, let me know if you need anything. Do you, Doc, uh, Mar? Yes, I could, do you think it'd be okay if she brought me a, a dumbbell, just a little one that I can use while in bed? We will work, we will come up with a plan for your physical therapy. It should not require much, much work on your part. We are quite I, capable of restoring you. But I miss my dumbbells. All right. Okay. <laughs> it's a good place to end that scene. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, so let's go to uh, who wants to talk to Ambrose first, Hage or Onet? Savio will be the nicer conversation. So, Jack, whichever you think would make for better. Ambrose was going to find the captain, whether, sure. whether, so whether the doctor intercepts him, but Ambrose is going to find the captain. Let's okay. I think that's a better. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I think those two, and then they call the doctor because that seems like the kind of thing that the captain would definitely want the doctor's uh, expertise on. Okay. okay, we'll start there, and then we'll bring the doctor in. Yeah. So. Or maybe a counselor, uh, you know, if we want to bring. Uh, right. Yeah, but. Uh, so hey, you're in your ready room, just kind of going over the normal paperwork and. You've got the you've got the 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 JAG forms in front of you because clearly when an officer beats up another officer, that's uh, if if anyone presses charges, that's a pretty big deal. Right. Um, obviously, if Coba doesn't doesn't press any charges, it's whatever. It's on you to to resolve. But mm-hmm. um, you know, that's when your door beeps and uh, Ambrose is waiting you outside. Yeah, honestly, I'd, unless the door is locked, which it probably isn't, I wouldn't even beep. I would just open the door and walk in. He has an open door policy. Yeah. Okay, that's fine too. So Ambrose walks in. He reaches into his shirt. He undoes his uh, his communicator. He walks up, puts it down in front of the captain. <clears throat> captain Hage, I request... A leave of absence. Your suspicions were right all along. I do not belong under your command on this ship or in this sector. 
Well, I I never I never said you didn't belong. You don't say a lot of things. Look, I I heard what happened uh, down in the the hollow bay. I think a, le a, a leave of absence might be warranted, a temporary one though. I can't afford to lose my XO. I appreciate you falling on your sword like that, but uh, you're too important to the ship to just go wandering off and taking a spacewalk. That is a call I will leave to you and the doctor. Well, I'll have the doctor uh, come. In. I'll have the doctor speak with you, and I think we talked a little about you speaking with a counselor. Did you ever follow up on that? I have kept my recommended sessions. I can't say that they've been all that enlightening. Well, I think it's time you tried harder. because you need some enlightening stat. Back in, back on DS9, when we had a full trained psychological crew, I could understand speaking to somebody. But this kid, Look, how is she supposed to have any idea what any of us has, have gone through? He's been trained for it. How, how are your security personnel supposed to know uh, how, to, how to shoot phasers? They're trained for it. You should know that better than anybody. I, I knew that this uh, ship was going to be a mess with the small crew as it is. That's why I asked for two counselors. So... Uh, if one doesn't suit your fancy, there's another one for you. Doctor, you're going to join whenever you want. Yeah, I think this okay. is a good time for that. Okay. So, Dasavi will enter. Dr. Ryan. Um, was the doctor called? or I, did She was making her way him? to find you anyway, so... So yeah, I, I, I think in this instance, Dasavi, you get mm -hmm. a, a telepathic, like, this is a private meeting, get out. Um, she will nod and respond telepathically. Come find me when you're done. I'll look between them. He knows this is a conversation, but he, he's not going to pry. The door opens, the doctor stands there for a second and turns around and leaves. Him <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>, telepaths. <laughs> I asked the doctor to come to give me her medical opinion on your situation. The doctor can override either of us on this, on, on this kind of thing. Well, then I suppose she should join us. Uh, he'll come. Dr. Oniat, you can come in now. 
Um, so she she has turned and turns again and is starting to get dizzy. Um, right? <laughs> and just looks at Ambrose and um, again telepathically it says I can wait if you need more time. You you just get a, a sensation back of begrudging resignation. There's not even any words. It's just like a, a mental right. sigh. It says, uh, H says, uh, Dr. Oniot, I, the Commander Ambrose has offered his resignation. Uh, I have not taken it so far, but if you all, if the two of you keep uh, leaving me out of conversations, I might have to. Um, I, I'd, I'd very much like to know uh, your opinion of, uh, I would like to know your opinion for the cause of this situation. For the cause? Or the cause. for what should be done? Both. Well, I think... Um, and she... taps her own chest at the side where where Ambrose is, is all bionic-y. I think the cause is fairly apparent. What should be done is a little more muddled. Well, I'm not going to cachet uh, the commander uh, because he's got a few tin parts. Um, but I less the tin parts and more the reason they're there. I see. That being said, Commander, I. I can appreciate the knee-jerk reaction. I can also appreciate the wisdom behind it. As a soldier, I would think you would know that making large decisions fresh off the heat of battle is not necessarily wise or the best informed decision. I'm inclined to agree with the doctor. What do you think, Ambrose? I think I think it is it is this point that he finally moves out of his like standing at attention position. <clears throat> I think if we were still in the reality that I was in there. I wouldn't have the luxury of this conversation. We wouldn't have the luxury of this conversation. 
that's not the reality anybody else lives in, apparently. It's been made abundantly clear that I am part of a different federation at this point. A different Starfleet. Well, you need to decide if this Starfleet is the right place you want to be. And if it is, you need to figure out how to live in it. That means, yes, sir. That means not only going to your doctor visits, but doing everything you possibly can in order to in order to get yourself in under some semblance of control. That's as much your duty as anything security related is to uh, be able to function to your full capacity. I think I've demonstrated you don't want me at my full capacity. Not against your own men, maybe. Not at all. I do want you at your full capacity. I, I would not call what you did you working at your peak. And that's that happens. Ambrose takes in a big breath like he's about to say something and just... Yes, sir. What would you do if you left the Europa? Starfleet isn't at war. Where would be a better fit? I don't know. It wasn't long ago. I don't know how everybody else forgot. We didn't forget. We just didn't have the same experience. No. Nobody else, nobody else around here seems to have had any of those experiences. I don't think you'll find that's true. There, are, I've looked at the jackets of our crew members. Quite a few of them have experienced, if not the same thing, similar things. Not to mention, uh, I, uh, I have experienced some fairly harrowing times myself in other lives. But I think not only do you need to see a counselor, but I think, doctor, uh, and I'll leave this up to you, but I think it's time we got, we arranged some kind of group counseling situation. Not a bad idea. I imagine, Commander, you're not the only person sitting in the dark thinking they're alone. Do you think perhaps helping other people get uh, move forward would be of any help to you, Ambrose? I think there are others far more qualified for that than myself, sir. Who more qualified than somebody who lived the experience? Just as you were saying. 
Commander. I'm not a counselor, but I am Betazoid. And even with all of my empathy and telepathy, I can never relate to you or someone who's lived similarly to you on a personal level. I can do my best. I can reach into your head and feel all of your emotions, but it's not the same. So yes, our counselors can, can talk to our other combat veterans, but they can't reach them on that personal level. So consider this in order, Commander Ambrose. I want you to organize something for the other Dominion War veterans, with, along with Counselor Vega. Aye, sir. And I, don't, and, and I want you to still go on your one-on-one -on -one sessions, and I want you to put forward a real effort. If you don't think you can do that, then I will have no choice but to accept your resignation. Uh, doctor, you can feel that for, for a while now, there has been a, a, a pressure on a dam of, of, of things screaming in Ambrose's head that he wants to say to uh, the captain that is just, just being contained. Aye, sir. <clears throat> I can do that. Excellent. Uh, I'll call to Dr. Vega immediately. I want you to, I, I, I think... Now is the, there's no better time. The, the first best time to start was yesterday. The next best time is now. Are we all being part of this group session then? No, just go speak with Dr. Vega and uh, help organize it with him in a after you've done your own session. I'll go see him. Is there anything else, sir? No, that's it. Dismissed. Okay. We'll turn and leave. Uh, Dasavi will go after you, and in the turbo lift, we have a private space. Mm -hmm. um, she will turn to you and put her hand on your shoulder. Ooh, ooh okay. Uh, composure check time. <laughs> uh, if, if there is any indication that like when she start it would you like tense up when she reaches uh okay series series of 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 roles here let's <laughs> see um why don't you just do whatever is most interesting uh, because I I want to I want to I want to know where where Ambrose is is at and and I trust the dice the the dice always tell the right story when it comes to me and I I think I think that does work, uh, so yes Ambrose notices whether it be em empath empathy wise empathetically mm -hmm. uh, or or just from noticing out of the the corner of his eye that you reach up and he does like real quick like 
twitch twitch backwards like like a don't he doesn't say anything but you get that right. don't fucking touch me <laughs> okay so she puts her hand back and drops it to her side if there ever was a time to speak freely this is it and i will tell you if you truly believe the best course of action for you is to leave the ship, I will make that my recommendation. However, I just reach out and press the, the turbo lift pause button as you're, as you're speaking. I think <laughs> you are a great asset to the ship. I think you temper the captain and his sometimes rash and carefree attitude. I, I don't know why I'm here. You say that, but I don't know why I'm here. He doesn't listen to me. He doesn't regard, he doesn't want me here. How am I supposed to do my job with somebody who not only doesn't value my recommendation, but Jorite is stubborn. And sometimes he forgets that just because he's seen hundreds of years doesn't make him an expert in everything. And he does want you here. I wonder if anybody's ever done a study between Halean empathy and betazoid telepathy because i don't think you're reading what i'm reading i think you're right i can tell you from conversations that jared and i have had and from the senses i get from him that he wants you here and if he didn't want you here he would have accepted your resignation and had you on the first runabout home. Probably runabout wouldn't get you home, but you know what I mean. He needs you and he knows that. He may not want to admit it out loud, but he knows that you're a good counterweight. For the majority of my career, the majority of my life, I've been in a position where not only myself, but everybody knows who the enemy is. We can, we can see them plain as day 
They have laser pointers sticking out of their eyes and claws on their arms. They have spikes coming out of their head and tubes connected all up to them. We could agree that there was a problem. There was a threat. I, I've been in positions where my advice is not taken and I can handle that. I've been in positions where I've been overruled. But I was put here for a reason. I don't know what that reason was. I didn't request this posting. I'm damn sure he didn't request me for this posting. But I'm here regardless. Somebody wants me here for some reason. And I can only suspect that it's because we have no idea what is two light years that direction. Or that direction, or that direction, or that direction. And you remember what happened last time we poked around like that? It wasn't very long ago. I know. I, I can tell you what happened. Millions and millions and millions died. I watched them. So I'm here in this new corner of the galaxy, in this new Starfleet that has somehow gotten past the last 20 years of Federation history overnight. And I'm in a position where my expert opinion is being overruled and questioned in favor of you should have seen them at the station the captain and, and, and Lieutenant Chabaraneva. Two kids in a toy store playing with all the new equipment, completely oblivious of all the problems that could have gone wrong. Could and did. And what would have happened had you not been there to manage that situation? I'm with you. The situation shouldn't have happened in the first place. Jorad and I had a lengthy discussion of our own about that. But from what the report says, it seems your expertise was invaluable. It was, thankfully. And for, hell, I can't even give you the, the number of times. But I don't think there's any damn reason I'm not buried underneath a building right now. Yeah. And it's not the first time. You. I'm okay with putting my life on the line for the Federation. I'm okay with putting my life on the line for the captain. But. But he just doesn't 
get it. So help him. I don't know how to do that. Well, you certainly can't do it if you're not here. Though I suppose losing a phenomenal XO would be one hell of a lesson for him. I feel like every time we're we're starting to see eye to eye. I don't know. It just it just drops. One of us fixates on something that the other just doesn't get. Maybe it would do some good for you both to see the counselor. I just don't like thinking that I'm fighting and potentially dying for a system that disregards me. I fall for the Federation, and that Federation, it, it won. Thank God it won. But somehow, somehow I lost. My, my name is up there on one of those memorial walls. I'm just still walking around for some reason. I'll talk it through. I just. We have a small enough crew as it is. The ship doesn't need two first officers. And he needs to decide. He needs to, to decide who who is sitting at what chair or else we're going to wind up with an ensign in a seat again. <laughs> I'll throw a metal interlock myself. No, you're right. It is, it is difficult enough without confusion in the ranks. He doesn't disregard you. I know it feels like it. I know it does. Like I said, he's stubborn. And 
he forgets that his years and years and years and lifetimes of experience don't always make him the expert. But he can be reminded of that. And as difficult as it is sometimes, he does usually come around to see reason. But as I said, if he didn't want you here, if he didn't value your presence, he would have accepted your resignation. The fact that he's fighting to keep you here. Like I said, every other meeting. We'll see how he's feeling two days from now. That's probably a good place to end that scene. Sure. This point engineering is gonna be like, where's my goddamn turbo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, back on the bridge sometime a little while later. Um, I lost my image, but here we go. Um, there is a report coming in from. Uh, Huh, that's funny. Uh, from Admiral Aralani on Narendra Station. Hmm. I'll take it on the bridge. And then, nope, not Ambrose. Had enough of that guy for five minutes. Um, where'd Hage go? There we go, Hage. <clears throat> and said, Fox, put it on the view screen. Yes, sir. In the main bridge. There we go. Arlani to Europa. Captain Hage. Good to see you. Good to see you, Admiral. Uh, I wish it was under better circumstances. Unfortunately, it seems as though there has been a great deal of movement uh, in the Klingon Empire of late. Mm. That's either very good or very bad. Well, I think it's probably very bad. Um, Last I heard, uh, Chancellor Martok uh, and the Klingon High Command chamber had been, the chamber of the, the, the great chamber had been destroyed and Martok was missing. We're not certain what his current status is. We have dispatched the USS uh, Avenger to learn more. Ambassador Worf is on his way. But That's one hell of a power vacuum that needs to be filled. But uh, um, is there anything we can do to assist? I know we're pretty far away from the Klingon Empire. Uh, General Cargan seems to believe there's some correlation between that and the piracy that's been going on in your mm. sector. Let's see. I need you to intercept or to, to meet with General Cargan and hopefully see if there's anything we can learn from the Klingon politics that are going on in the sector. Considered done. Ensign? Sure. Plot of course. Uh, so you, how, why do you, what makes you think these pirates are connected? 
Uh, the house of Varnak is the house that has attacked most recent. Is the house that bombarded the uh, Klingon command, and they have had known dealings in the past with the house of Duras. Mm. To our knowledge, from what we have learned from uh, Subcommander Toshari and General Cargan, uh, Taral is the most likely candidate for the uh, for the issues that we're having in this sector. Taral of the House of Duras, son of Duras. But again, we don't know as much as we need to. Worf is on his way to Kronos. And the last I'd heard from General Cargan is he was preparing to intercept a known... Barnack associate? Yes. Well, what we believed to be a member of the Duras. Mm. Very well. Uh, it... Is he wanted for arrest? Uh, well, perhaps, I mean, if he's committing piracy, we can bring him in on those charges and see about, uh, um, see what information we can get from him. Get what we can. Consider it done, Admiral. Was there anything else? Be careful. I'm Admiral, Admiral Arlani out. Mind the homestead. So uh, I'll prepare a report. I'll make sure that gets to the senior staff, including Arani. Uh, although I, uh, you know, don't need any action from him. Right. But, uh, you are headed towards where the last known coordinates of General Cargan were. So who else has got something? I, I, I know we've had a lot of Ambrose, uh, but I would love to see Ambrose and Vega. Um, if we don't want to do that, we could certainly do Malini and uh, what was it, Mills? You wanted to see the two of them? Um, we could do that. Um, that might be a that might be a let's hold off till next episode because that might that's going to be another kind of intense. That's theme. true. We we could do um, we could do um, um, Eva getting back online. Yeah, that's what I was going to do next. Let's have Tong and Kaz and Kostra. Okay. Right? Yeah. The complete mental 180 for me. So the three of you are uh, poking around the last little bit of, uh, of the main computer bay, the main computer uh, center. Mm -hmm. um whoops that's not that one let's go to the europa and this is the actual ai access control so this is the fancy funny room where eva actually lives um you guys are in there you know finishing up the last little bit of poking around um go ahead and give me uh one of you can give me a role uh the other two can assist um let's make this a Uh, reason or control and science role. 
or engineering. I'll take engineering also. That would work. Um, your difficulty is going to be three. Chaz has a 16, and depending on what it is, might have focuses. I think Cass should go ahead and do the main roll, and then the two of us assist. I, nice. I assist double. Um, so would her focuses in computer systems apply? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's see what happens. See, this is why we need to switch to cloud computing. I know I'm from Stratos, the cloud city, but still, I think it's a good idea. Tong, you can go and assist too if you want. Uh, what was that role from an engineering standpoint? Uh, control, control, engineering? control and engineering, yeah. Uh, just one dice, right? Just one, yep, as an assist. And I don't know if Tong has anything that would apply. Tong. Oh, shit. Beautiful. Nice. All right. So that's four, five, six, six. successes. Yeah. My gosh. Difficulty I said was three, right? Mm hmm. So that gives you three momentum. Um, after a few minutes, the lights in the room begin to uh, to flicker and, and start to come on, uh, blinking in that, that data's brain working really fast kind of way. Um, and after a few seconds, uh, uh, from one of the terminals, you get the, uh, the, the text chat of uh, uh, Eva, question mark, and then... A few seconds after that, um, ah, Lieutenant Shabarneva, I appear to be back online. Eva, welcome home. Does everything appear to be as it should be on your end? We're we're reading a clear system. I am still completing several diagnostics, but at this moment, I see no unusual activity. We did have to redecorate a little bit after the last, uh, you know, party guest we had, but it should everything should be more or less in in, in order at this at this point. I think I hope. Well, I have, I, the I have, systems have been sitting idle. Uh, they'll they'll need a reworking. So as soon as you finish those diagnostics, get to work, uh, Eva. He looks uncomfortable calling it a, a human being. Right. I am detecting four biogel packs that have been corrupted. Those will need to be replaced before I'm at full capacity. Oh, that is no good. No good at all. Okay. He goes and picks up a pad and starts trying to figure out where those are. <laughs> she uh, she relays to your to your uh, tricorder what which packs need to be replaced. Not a not a big deal. You can pretty much handle that uh, without too much difficulty. Well, now that that crisis is over, I'm going back to my engine room. Wake me when something breaks. Uh, sir, something's broken. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sir. I will get right on it. Lieutenant Kostra, you will still need to disconnect all of the auxiliary functions from the arrow wing. I suspect the captain would like to have that ship fully operational. Well, and I'd like a penthouse suite in Stratos, but you don't see me... Uh complaining about it fine 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 I'll get you know it. with our skills and the right investment i'm sure we could make that happen let's talk later uh but uh all right i will, we'll get the I will, attempt, the I will attempt to program one for this holodex we'll get the shuttle back up and running that shouldn't take too long he'll lug his wrench over to the shuttle and try and get her working 
Tong, good work. Let's work together again sometime soon. Oh, yes. Uh, th thank you, sir, ma'am, sir. Technically, as an Andorian, yes. <laughs> right. This has been an extremely disconcerting experience, Lieutenant. I'm glad that it is finally over. I hope it is finally over. Please continue to monitor very carefully. We think we have purged the system thoroughly, but uh, we were dealing with something rather more intelligent and experienced than you or us. So let's let's keep a cautious eye on things. Indeed. And I look forward to learning more from my experience with this entity. Well, I wish that it had, it had gone differently. Um, I do look forward to talking with you about its reactions because it seemed stuck in its ways and afraid, which is surprising to me for a machine intelligence, both of those things. I would have thought your kinds of minds would be more adaptable than our kinds of minds can be sometimes. From all I understand, the driving core of core was at one time a biological mind that mm. interfaced with the artificial intelligence. So perhaps it was the biological mind that caused such errors. Or perhaps the combination doesn't work all that well. The other case we have of that, not really successful from the point of view of most of the civilizations in the galaxy. You know, the, the whole Borg thing hasn't worked out very well for the rest of us. Perhaps not for the majority, but it seems to be working quite well for the Borg. Indeed. An interesting comparison. Thank you, Lieutenant. I... We'll continue my diagnostics. I imagine you have quite a bit of work to do getting used to your circumstances again. Next time you feel the urge to talk, give me a call. I know you're working on some, some very weighty things. I'm happy to be any help I can. Uh, as does Ensign Tong from his perspective. So um, you'll get two very different points of view. Could be interesting. Agreed. I find Ensign Tong to be fascinating. He kind of is, isn't he? I think I think the three of us are an interesting team. Agreed. I also look forward to being able to take advantage of any possible holographic emitters that are placed later. Oh, good. I know he'll be thrilled to hear that, but I think it's a very good idea. Don't don't rush beyond your own comfort limits. That tends to go badly. But when you think you're ready, we'll we'll get on that. I feel that I must take more risks with my experiences. The, the thing that I have learned the most from watching our crew is that risk is the business of Starfleet. Yes, it is. And, and that's when opportunities present themselves. So, And we've seen what happens when a mind gets too conservative in its thinking. I like this, Eva. I, I think you're on, you're on a good path. Excellent. Thank you, Lieutenant. 
My pleasure, Eva. All right. What else we got scene-wise? Um, let's see. We can do the counts for any time if we want to go back to the to the heavy. I I would just say everything I think Ambrose really had to get off his chest, he really said to the doctor already. I mean, we could play out a counselor session, but I think a lot of the same content would show up. We could talk about them getting, uh, possibly setting up that uh, group thing. We, you know, we don't have to start that today, but I would like to get the ball rolling on that because I think that's a cool. cool yeah, I think it'd be an interesting place to pick up a session, uh, pick up a, a, a game. I like that. Uh, recapping like that, like like our mm. Tom session, except in this case, it would be a, a one of those. Yeah. So yeah, like that could be um, so if we don't have any of that stuff, we'll assume that the counselor and, uh, Ambrose are going to have their conversation. We're going to assume that the, uh, the setup for the, uh, Dominion War Veterans Anonymous support group, uh, is, is in motion. Mm -hmm. Um, do we have anything else that we want to cover or do we want to jump a little bit forward? We should do Tekketh. We've been meaning to do Tekketh for a while now. The Romulan bartender. Right. Ooh, I gotta switch gears. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, I. He's the, a Vulcan. He's a Vulcan. He's a yeah. <laughs> Call me a Romulan. Very rude. Will not stand for that insult. Uh, I do not have a. I do not have an image for Tekketh. I sent you an image twice. Would you like me to send it to you again? Yes, because sure I clearly do not it. have one. All right. I put this. Let's see here. I have to figure this out. Clearly do not have one. Um, in the meantime, while she's getting me that, uh, the, uh, the, go ahead. Uh, no, that's okay. I had another idea, but we, uh, let's do tech first. Or whatever you're going to do. I put the Google link in the chat, Jeffrey. And I know I've seen this image before, but mm -hmm. I have no idea where it is. Probably still in the chat somewhere. Probably. Um, it won't let me download it, so here we go. Download. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Oops. Not the SSH. There we go. The uh, the clearly not Romulan bartender, and whom? This is obviously in the forward lounge, mm -hmm. so anyone that wants to be there is able to be. Um, you know what I'd like to we we could roll this in. Uh, I would like Delphine to have had a really bad date. Delphine just cannot get a break. <laughs> but do, do we want to, you know, do that? Do I like the idea of him reporting in, but we could do that like in between his conversation with her or before or after? Um, if he's reporting in, he wouldn't report in from the forward lounge. Sure. I mean, what, what scene do you want to do with Tekka? What do you want to get out of that? Um, you know, 
we could just do him doing friendly bartender advice uh or or yeah someone... let's do that because he doesn't we haven't seen him really but the once i think right so there's nothing from an rp standpoint there's nothing for him to to check in with well we could have somebody give information I... about the klingons that we just got and then maybe after the conversation he goes to report in i i have something either way but let's have the even if we don't do that but i, I have something for the check-in um, but go ahead and have the talk between Teketh and Daphine, and then we'll end it with uh, with the revelation that he's actually what he is. Okay. The revelation that we have revealed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been <laughs> shouting it across the room, but, you know. So uh, she and uh, some other crewmen uh, walk away from the, the table. Uh, she's, instead of going, actually, you know what? I think he walks away. She stays there, but then she moves to the bar. Because uh, she's going to order a drink, and she's going to say, um, "I'll take a a a Salisi Salisi spanner, please." Teketh nods and pours her her drink. That um, looks like it didn't end so well. It did not. It looked promising for a moment there, but humans get uh, so hung up on monogamy. I don't understand it. As soon as I revealed that I, I had a husband, it became all about the, that. So hung up on monogamy. I don't understand it. Humans do seem to have difficulty seeing past their own cultural norms. Indeed. Well, what about, you're half Vulcan, right? I'm, yes. Have you, if I may ask, how has dating been for you? Uh, after I lost my wife, I found myself with very little interest in pursuing other romance. Must be nice. I swear, the Denobulan sex drive is... There's nothing to be scoffed at, I tell you. I hear they write songs about your people. Trust me, they... Never mind. <laughs> I just wish I could find somebody on the ship who is a, just a nice person. That's all I ask. That's all I ask in a heart. Well, there seem to be... Plenty of nice people around. I, or at least they're nice to me. Then again, I apply them with drink. Yes, well, uh, most people, I, this may be hard to believe, but most people think I come off as cold and condescending. Mm -hmm. I can relate. Can you though? I. You know, now that I think about it, bartender is a very strange job for a uh, half Vulcan. What do you get out of it? I enjoy observing people. Hmm. I, I, I like hearing their stories. And there is a fascination to the science of mixology. Interesting. That is very interesting. 
Hmm. And why did you choose to spend your time on a starship where there's only a limited pool of people to serve? Something new without, without a family to speak of anymore. I was growing restless at home. Mm, you know how that is. I swear I can only take my husband for so long before I, I, I just want to throw him in a bin. <laughs> I'm sorry about your wife, by the way. It was many years ago. I appreciate your condolences. Is it, did you have any children or is it just you? No, she passed before we could have children. Again, I'm sorry. Well, uh, from what I gather, half Falcons can have quite long lives. Indeed. So maybe, maybe one day. Well, we shall see. I myself, I said the, by all means, sorry. I, uh, I myself, myself am waiting until I can uh, have a true nuclear family. Two people is not enough to raise a child, as far as I'm concerned. No, it, it does. The, the old earth saying, it takes a village, rings quite true. Exactly. On Denobial, it takes a city. Denobial and children are incredibly energetic. Yes. I hear the Andorians are, are quite similar. Perhaps you could speak with uh, the lieutenant or there's another Andorian on the station I've seen about. I don't, I can't quite place her name. Lieutenant Chiraneva, you mean? Uh, yes, that the Lieutenant Chiraneva. Uh, there's another, the, a pilot, I think. Hmm. Well, perhaps I'll run into them. You might find you have something in common. So, have you heard about what happened with Ambrose? I heard he. Uh, with, I heard our dear, can I tell you, can I tell you something I've been, let me start over. Can I tell you something I've been bursting in it ever since uh, the bullying came into the uh, sick bay. Of course, the rules of the bar are, what's, what's said here stays here. Commander Ambrose, severely wounded one of his officers in, in a training exercise. Gives and you an by, eyebrow. And by wounded, I mean like a bear. That is troubling. It is. I, I, I didn't know he had it. I, I, I knew he liked to make disruptions, but I thought his own security people were exempt from his uh, cataclysms, at least. Just wait, he'll turn this bar into a war zone, I promise you. That would be quite unfortunate. He kind of looks around, wistfully imagining broken bottles and shattered glasses everywhere. 
Hopefully uh, he can find control of his emotion and keep his temper in check. She doesn't notice. She, <laughs> um, I think now is a good time for Jacia to enter the scene if you're up for it, Jack. Uh, Jisa, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to clarify, Tekka said that, not not Tekka was trying to control his emotion. Like Tekka said, hopefully he can control his emotion and keep his temper in check. Oh, he said that out loud. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that sorry. was true. Um, uh, well, uh, I, well, uh, I wish you luck in the endeavor. Uh, personally, I've never found, I've never taken much stock in the idea of hiding your emotions. It's not hiding, really. It's keeping them even. Hmm. We still we still experience emotion. We still show emotion, just not to the extremes of other races. But the extremes are the best part, in my opinion. I will take your word for it. Please do. This seems like a great place for just Jisa to enter. Yeah, and so I, I, I think, I think Jisa does does enter from the other side of the the lounge area. Doesn't immediately come over. I think Delphine is turn turns on the stool and looks at Jisa, Jisa trying to get the measure of her. Ah, uh, that's the other Andorian. Uh, uh, what's her rank, Lieutenant? Yeah. Lieutenant, would you care to join me for a drink? Uh, yeah, why uh, why not? I'll go on over, prop prop myself up on the on the bar stool. Hey, uh, hey, Tekith, how you doing? Quite well. How are you? Uh, citrus fizz. You know how I like it. Right away. We were just talking. Makes her drink. We were just talking about Commander Ambrose. Have you heard? I've heard some stories. Apparently, he savaged one of the officers so badly they had to be taken to the med bay during a training exercise. I mean, is he still alive? From what I hear, he's still alive. So it couldn't have been that savage. How savage does it need to be? He he's, has a cast, has uh, had to go through the dermal regenerator. It was, I, the last time I saw an injury like that, it was by a uh, Temerian wildcat. He's still in a cast? It's been like four hours. Oh, he'll be fine. But my point is, it's a lot of, it was a lot of damage for one man to do, for seemingly no reason. Yeah, well, mm, from what I've heard, this, uh, this, this, this Koba fellow uh, was, was, was eager to play. Oh. And well, you know, you step up to the big board court and you can't take it. Uh oh. I'm just saying. Probably... If that's the gentleman, I'm certain he provoked the commander. He is 
trying. I have had to ban him from the bar on several occasions. He is incredibly obnoxious. And no disagreements there. The man wouldn't know decorum if it slapped him in the face. That's just like bullying. <clears throat> I don't know either of them personally, but I, uh, I've, I've heard about both of them. I can't imagine they would get along all that well. Uh, I know something about that. I barely get along with uh, Dr. Uh, Oniet. Don't get me wrong. She's incredibly competent. I, I, I've worked under stupider administrators, uh, but... <laughs> She's very particular. Well, yeah, I uh, I don't I don't know about working for anybody who can get in your head like that. Who's your commanding officer? You know, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, probably Ambrose, right? Ambrose, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I suppose I I work under Ambrose. Don't don't get a lot of uh, combat flight missions out mm. here, so I haven't had terribly much to do. Really, just chauffeuring people here and how's back your, to the station. How's your experience been with him? My only experience with him is uh, him wrecking up the medbay. Comes in, we exchange reports. A little curt, but he knows what he's doing. Well, I haven't seen him in action, fortunately or unfortunately. Oh, are you uh, aching for some action? I, uh, I, I would be interested to see. I'd, I'd be interested to see what what he's what he's all about. I I, uh, I I flew the tail end of the the Dominion War, hmm. but I, it's it's a different experience being in a cockpit than it is down on the ground. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I I personally have never much cared for action. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I I keep, you know, I'll go down if they tell me to, but I'm not exactly eager to get my hands dirty you know, beyond the normal getting my hands dirty. Yeah, I feel like that'd be a, a fairly common occurrence in your line of work. Well, I didn't mean rhetorically. Uh, it's, one thing to, it's one thing to clean off pus. It's another thing to deal with a phaser. Yeah, it, um, it can get real, real dicey. Hey, somebody's got to make the tough calls. So, yes, I suppose I should just be glad that's not me. Eh, I uh, I like it. Gets the blood pumping. Are you aching for command? Are you trying to? Are you aiming for command as well? Uh, well, I mean, there's there's not a lot of call for uh, for Peregrine squadrons anymore so that, that's kind of where i was heading and then the war ended uh i mean nowadays command 
maybe i mean for me ships this big you sit behind the the con of of, of one of these you, you can't feel anything it's just pressing buttons the ship does all the work you turn so it's it's boring but um i don't know i don't know if i'm i'm one for command so to say i don't know maybe maybe well, I... Depends on the situation. Sure. I suppose there's something to be said for knowing what you like. Um, I've contemplated uh, becoming a doctor, but uh, I personally, I, I've always found being a nurse more rewarding. Right. Yeah, I don't know much about that. What about you? Uh, what about what about you, Teketh? Is it? Uh, I've never not? contemplated being a doctor. <laughs> do you, do you intend to stay a bartender for the rest of your long life? This is a good retirement. Hmm. I enjoy what I do. I get to meet new people. Keeps you and busy. you do it well. You do. Many thanks. No denying that. It's hard to find a place that gets the, the drinks as cold as Andor. I've always been partial to warm drinks myself. Okay. You have skiing on Andor, yeah? Of course. Um, I've been, it seems like a delightful place to go for a, go for a vacation uh, if, if one likes skiing like, like I do. It could be. She kind of sizes you up. Maybe some of the smaller mountains. <laughs> I I think I could surprise you. Hey, you can surprise me all you want, but when you run into an Andor Yeti. Well, I suppose I'll just have to have a local guide to show me the way. Keep me clear of the Yetis. Right. Well, we're a long way from Andor. Well, the holodeck is always uh, around the corner. Maybe, maybe sometime we could uh, go go for a little jaunt. See how the slopes are. We could do that. I'll hold you to that. Okay, that seems like a pretty decent place to stop. Yeah. Um, Do we want to transition to Teketh? Uh, yes. Reporting in? Okay. So, Teketh, uh, you go back to your clandestine quarters uh -huh. um, and bring up a clandestine image. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, because you know. clandestitude. Clandestitude. <laughs> uh, Tekis actual name is Lidal. I had to go find it. Uh, give me one second. Uh, 
There's a K in that word, damn it. Lies. You just happen to have a, a clandestine picture at the ready? I went and found one, actually, <laughs> specifically <laughs> for those purposes. Um, My God, it's Denise Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't know if I wanted to have it be a guy or a woman, but I knew there was a, a clandestine shadows picture of Denise Crosby somewhere. I'm like, I will use that and decide later who it actually is. No, it's perfect. Um, clearly, though, this particular moment is being Denise Crosby. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you say the, the character's actual name was? Lidal. L-I-D-A-L. Is that on the sheet by chance? Um, No, I do not. You should put that on a sheet. I want to do that. That sounds like making life easy for you. <laughs> it makes pronunciation better for me. Shush. Centurion. Um, I, I will point out that you still can't pronounce Shabaraneva, and that's been on the sheet for months. I've <laughs> pronounced it three times today correctly, or at least once today correctly. I absolutely did, yeah. So there. Suck it, Teketh. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, uh, as the screen pops up, it's... Um, Commander Ladal. I'm sorry, Saturian Ladal. I have no idea who I'm reporting to. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. Your superior officer. To be be determined later. To be determined. Yes, reporting in. Do you have any new information? It would seem... um, Ooh, you know what? I should clarify, because we didn't actually bring it up on screen. Did um, Teketh also get info about the Klingons? Most likely. Okay. So it would seem the there is further issue within the Klingon Empire. The House, House Duras and House something else, because Evelyn was trying to keep up and failing. Uh, it was House Varnak, V-A-R-N-A-K. N-A-K. Are at, at odds? No, they're this working together. Working together. This is the problem with note taking: is I get lost in the note taking and I miss half the stuff. Right. Well, this is a re- this is a nice end of session recap. <laughs> Yay! So, um, all right, they are working together to do what? Overthrow. Right. They 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 are overthrowing the uh, martok okay then, all right and martok has gone missing right as far as we know the count high council building has been destroyed and martok is missing okay presumed dead house varnak and house duras have joined forces and are working together to overthrow martok the High Council building was destroyed, and he is presumed dead. Excellent. Ever since Chairman Koval was discovered to be a plant from the Federation Section 31, things have begun moving quite quickly. Chairman Koval? Yes. That's an episode of DS9 that someone oh. wants to check out. They can. I probably haven't gotten there yet. 
if things progress the way we expect them to with the Federation or with, with the Klingons, we should be able to make progress in overthrowing. Um, I have so many fucking lines of text here. Um, oh my God. Creator. What's his name? Creator Hyrel. Hyrel. To displacing the Praetor, and the Tal Shiar can finally take its rightful place. Excellent. And that's a good place to end that scene. <laughs> Praetor Hyren. H I R E N. Some foreshadowing for the people who can't actually see anything. <laughs> Uh, all right. So Teketh has been exposed, uh, at least on camera, but not to anyone important. Right. Got yeah. a little bit more, a little more, a little more information there. Do we have anything else we want to do before we wrap up for the night? Yes. Could I add one thing to that scene? Uh, let me. I, I'll make a proposal to uh, Evelyn, and tell me if you like this. What if uh, we make opposed roles, uh, Teketh versus Malini Silva, to just to see if like she gets wind that somebody's. Uh, spine. I think not yet. Um, we had, you and I had talked about um, having Teketh and Silva form um, kind of a Garrick Bashirish friendship. <laughs> and I'd like to play with that a little bit more. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, be a little early to expose. No, I didn't want to. Ex I didn't want to expose him. I just wanted to like catch wind and maybe start get the get that ball rolling. Right. But we can we can wait on that. I just all right. Anybody else got anything they want to cover before we go? Uh, I mean, I'm not in any rush to go. I just want to make sure that we've got everybody has a chance to get things done. Then yeah. they want to get done. I think I've done every something with every character I have, uh, except for maybe the captain. I wouldn't mind doing uh, <laughs> the. I've done something with everyone. I. I've well, got more for the okay. captain we can end on if you don't have anything you want to do particularly. Sure. I mean, the only other thing I might want to do with the captain is the captain doing <clears throat> command lessons with Dr. Oniet, but that seems a little out of place right now. Sure. Well, um, with Ambrose on leave. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd so be you want to break that to her. <laughs> no, let's, let's do that. That's great. Yeah. No, I definitely want to do that. If that's so okay. Ca so Kaz and Hage? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Ka uh, Hage will uh, call uh, Cast to the, the ready room. Um, Lieutenant uh, Shebrenewa, Cass, how are you doing? Oh, great, sir. Um, Eva's back up and running. She's running uh, another set of final diagnostics, but uh, we got her we got our system cleared out, got her moved back. And I think even the engineer might be working on putting the airwing back together, though you never can really tell with him, can you? Huh. Uh, he does things on his own time, I think. But at least, he, at least he can get done pretty much anything, so. He was a great help. Um, and Good. I mean, I've got to say, Ensign Tong was fantastic. Um, he's, he's got a real knack for, real knack for systems. Good. I'm glad to see he's working out. Um, 
he, I, 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 more than a couple people still think uh, it's crazy having a Ferengi in Starfleet, which you wouldn't think so after the, after uh, the heroics of uh, Lieutenant Nog, but personally, I think, uh, I think that uh, the Ferengi are perfect for uh, Starfleet. You think I, I think so too. Um, everyone I've come across certainly has a fantastic work ethic, and if it's if they're pointed the same direction as the rest of us, uh, only good things can happen. Tong is uh, going to be an exemplar. I, I, think. I think so too, sir. Speaking of exemplars, I did want to talk to you about something. Yes, sir. I don't know if you. I, I'm sure it's gotten all about the ship. The the this kind of thing spreads like wildfire. But there was an incident in uh, training uh, with Lieutenant, with Commander Ambrose. I heard, sir. He's asked for leave, and I've granted it to him, to, so he can get a handle on his medical issues. I'd like you to step up and take some of the weight of, off his shoulders for at least until he's up and running. I'd be delighted to, sir. Anything I could do to help. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, It'll mean a little less time with the computers and a little more time uh, with uh, the junior officers. I take it you don't object to that? I don't object to that. And actually, if I might suggest, um, if we could clear with engineering to get Ensign Tong a little more time with Eva, I think Eva might appreciate it. And that might pick up some of the slack because she's she's been through quite a lot lately. And I think she needs people to talk to. And Tong's, she finds Tong interesting. So I would be concerned about dropping that time with Eva, especially now. So I would recommend that somebody pick that up. Consider it done. Sounds perfect. Wonderful, sir. Um, should I coordinate with Commander Ambrose or should I regard him as just being on leave for the duration? Feel free to consult him, uh, but try not to give him too much pressure. Let's give him the time he needs to find uh, find his footing once again. Captain, can I ask you a question? And I think, I was gonna say, I think I make him uncomfortable, but I don't think that's the case. Um, I think, I think he's a deeply uncomfortable man. Yes, yes, but I was just watching him watching us back on the station. And if I could be so presumptuous, sir, I think we work together really well. Um, I agree. And I don't know that if he thinks he has the kind of relationship with you that we have. And I don't want to make that worse. Paige looks very thoughtful. He says, nothing in his record suggested to me that he's ever had any kind of mentor figure uh, in his relationship. Most captains of his rank, especially ones as young as him, have somebody to show them the ropes. Maybe that's a reason why he's so uncomfortable where he is is and maybe it's a sign of jealousy of a sort 
I don't. He doesn't seem like the type for jealousy, but you know, we've we've spent some time to get a little bit of time together on away missions. Mostly, he seems much more comfortable in command mm. than security. I, no, no, I mean in command of a situation and in command of people. Um, well, that's not a good trait to have in an ex executive officer. I think you said it, sir. I mean, I, you know, I owe everything to the mentorship that I received. And I got opportunities as a junior officer that many people don't because my captain shared interest with me as, you know, as we do and, and encouraged my growth and encouraged me to take on more than your average ensign. And that gave me confidence, but it also it gave me practice working with somebody a lot more senior. Hmm. And which mean? Exos probably, I haven't thought this through really. It's, it might be a strange thing for someone who's been around a bit because they're in charge of the crew, but they're not in charge. And Commander Ambrose seems like somebody who's really used to being in charge. He does, he does. But uh, before you learn to lead, you need to learn to follow. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, 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 I'll be there for you, sir, and I'll be there for the ship. But I'd like to not make things worse. No, no, of course not. Uh, I, Ambrose is my responsibility. And uh, I think we've, I think, I think my plan will work. Whether it will, I, I, whether, whether it will or not depends on him. But I think, uh, I think we've, I think I've, I think I've at least gotten the ball rolling. But I don't want this to, I, I still see a lot of potential in you. And I think it's probably for the best the two of us didn't end up as captain and executive officer. I don't think I always saw it that way, but I think you are perfect right where you are, right in the in the meat of things. I know this last mission I was wishing I was in the you know in the guts of the machines. So I'm glad I'm glad I've got somebody I can rely on like you, and I am going. I, Ambrose is also somebody I can rely on for different things. Uh, so perhaps, um, perhaps I need to tell him that. I don't think I don't think he thinks I I think that. I don't think he does at all. So from what I from the sense I get of him, and you know it, it's it's kind of pretentious for me to say so, but I think you're right because in some of our staff meetings, I found that sometimes I agree with him in a way that I never expected that I would. And I think the three of us could be an amazing, amazing team. But that I, the, each leg of that needs to be as strong as the other. And I think you and I are, have a really strong working relationship. And I thought like I was starting to build one with the commander up until this last mission, but 
I think we need to make sure all three legs are as strong as they could be. And then we're going to be unstoppable. Well, you've given me something to think about, Lieutenant. I've always valued uh, the input of my junior officers. And uh, uh, I appreciate you stepping up uh, to lend Ambrose a hand uh, till he's fully back into his position. I'll get to work on staffing schedules and see if there are any outstanding issues that he has that I need to pick up. And then I'll just I'll take- Please do. And let, let Tong know uh, I approve of his uh, uh, let Tong know I approve of his. Uh, let Tong know I approve of his actions uh, during the last mission, but you know, don't lay it on too thick. We don't want him getting cocky. A, a little will go a long way with Ensign Tong. I'll I'll make that happen, sir. Atta girl. Thank you, sir. And that seems like a good place to wrap it up. I did yeah, have a second. scene for Dasavi oh. and Captain, but I think Captain kind of came to his to to the conclusion that she was going to bring him around, or trying to bring him around to. So that may be just redundant at this point. Okay. Do we want to do an Ambrose scene or uh, an Ambrose Hage scene, or do we want to leave that to next time? Maybe. What are you thinking? Uh, I am. I am curious. Our our storyteller here, our admiral. Um, how much time there would be between now and the events of whatever our next mission is going to be as to and, and we might have to talk about this off camera as far as how much leave ambrose would have and how how much we want to take up in screen time well i mean we could we could just fast forward and resolve that right now or we could make it a an extended problem over the course of a couple episodes it's whatever you want to work with i would, I would I'd be up for keeping it extended at least through the next, at least at least into the next episode. Mm. Yeah. I would definitely like to get Ambrose back in his full capacity before the next mission. Well, we're at kind of already the started of the next, next session. Mission, but... Well, I meant be, well before like the sh before shit pops off. I guess is what. Yes. I'm right, saying. right. Next episode is going to be Cass's last, so mm -hmm. I would like to put in for her being acting XO for, through that. Mm. Okay, mm -hmm. that makes sense. Are you cool with that, Jack? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so with that in mind, does does that change the scene you want to have with Ambrose? Uh, it does. Yeah, I was definitely kind of hoping to resolve that uh, rift between them. Uh, but um, if we want to let it linger a little bit longer and keep Cass and uh, I, I do want to stress it's not acting XO. Uh, it's just more shifting of slight duties, not necessarily position. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. But, uh, but okay. I mean, if that's how okay. Cass has interpreted it, and yeah, I mean, if we, and if, with Ambrose already feeling like you know Cass is favored over him, mm -hmm. that if we all think if we think it's more interesting for Cass to be the full active acting XO instead of Ambrose, we can do that. I just I I am worried that the rift between Hage and Ambrose is growing too great mm -hmm. to be recoverable, yeah. and I would not want to I would not want that to happen. Yeah, I would suggest story-wise, you don't make Cass the actual acting XO. Let Cass and Ambrose draw their own co conclusions, and then Hage can resolve that. That's good. Yeah. Resolve mm -hmm. or clarify as necessary. Because mm -hmm. Cass is half, I kind of respect Ambrose. I don't want to make things worse, but I want to do all the things. Mm -hmm. I saw that vying for that. Let me just edge in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, as, as, as long as that does not reflect on uh, Hage dropping the ball, I'm okay with that. Nope, I don't, yeah, yeah no, I don't interpret I, it that way at yeah, all. I, I think it's, it's I, I think the orders will have been clear to everybody and the interpretations will be what in, each individual makes of them. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fine with me, but yeah. Okay. Um, on that, we will uh, get to the last couple things I've got for the tonight session. Um, I, I did have one scene to 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 wrap up, but uh, okay. I I don't want to compete for the closing credit scene. So it's wherever you wherever you want to put it, but I think it would bookend Ambrose's arc. All right. Well, we'll bookend that. Uh, we'll do yours, and then we'll close it out with uh, the two things I've got. So. Okay. Uh, I mean, it it would it would be it would be real quick. So if okay, so I'd imagine we we focus in on the doors to uh, to the counselor's office, and they open up, and Ambrose walks out. This is after his first counselor meeting, because as I said, I'm sure we would cover a lot of the same things I covered with the doctor, and we don't need to play that out again. And we could always have reoccurring uh, therapy visits, as would mm -hmm. most likely happen. Uh, but Ambrose would walk out of. Uh, Counselor, what's their face? Uh, Dominguez Vega. Vega. Yeah, Counselor Counselor Vega's office. Um, and I'd, I'd imagine we get a glimpse of Vega looking more satisfied with the results of that meeting than than previously. Uh, but Ambrose fairly fairly stoic, uh, and Ambrose is going to going to walk down up to a up to another uh, turbo deck. And actually, I mean, I, I would say, given Star Trek medicine, that Koba's all healed up at this point, right? Probably. Yeah. Uh, so I would, I would get into the 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 turbo lift and call for. I have to do this in the console because I don't have my. I left that on Hage's desk. Um, I have to use the console, and I would call to head over to the hollow deck again, or not the hollow deck, wherever I normally hold my training seminars, just like the local gym. Okay. I would uh, think I would think there'd be a security room. There's always a security room. Uh, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking for a place to train. Oh, okay. Specifically, so so like huh. the the gym. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, and I would also use on the comm panel. I would I would go and I would call uh, Koba who is a lieutenant we have so many yeah. characters lieutenant uh, grade. Grade. yeah which, which is still just lieutenant right yeah right yeah uh, ambrose to lieutenant koba i request uh, i request your presence at the gym uh okay i'll meet On you there my way. And he, he shows up not too long, not too long after that. I think his arm still is like, it's not in a cast, but it is still like in a sling, you know, because it's still a little bit healing. Um, a little tender. And, yeah. And he's like, not, I, I would, I would wait until like, he's, he's, he has the use of his arm back, Yeah, which, he does. which in my mind was like, beep, 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 your arm's good. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> sort of situation. Because well, I'm pretty sure we've seen on-screen arm breaks that are like, where, 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 you're good yeah, to get back out it's there. It's like, a, they, basically, they just remain tender for a couple of days is what okay. 
what we yeah. found from Beverly and whatnot. Sure. Yeah. A coma is totally the type to milk it if it gets them a little extra. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, ladies, my arm still hurts. Would you massage I will, it? I will point I will point out he's he is also a tough guy and would not mm. necessarily milk it. So uh I think I think it is it is genuinely like one of those it it's probably healed like it's no longer broken, but it is still like tender and like so maybe he's just walking with his arm like held. Anyway. Sure. The, it's fine. Uh, uh, hi, Commander. Uh, yeah, so How are Am you feeling today? Ambrose isn't in isn't in uniform. He's in you you know like a twenty fourth century karate garb that okay. they that they show. Uh, Lieutenant, I owe you an apology. Well, uh, I wasn't expecting this, but uh, apology accepted. I'm sorry. I uh, I didn't mean to do what I did. I, you know, I was just trying to. It's not important. No <sighs> more Mars pinching their forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. Stand there. Oh, okay. All right. And he drops into a stance, not facing you, but like right next to you. Pay attention. Let me show you how I kicked your ass. <laughs> I learned this in a Jem'Hadar facility. All right. Well, lay it on me, and then he'll 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 kind of move his arm, uh, and then flex it back and he'll take the sling and toss it away you know uh <clears throat> i've been in i was in that position plenty of times before i figured out what the hell they were doing to me i'm glad you got up i'm glad you showed up Now let me show you how to take down a gem Hadar. And he just goes into like a full like space crop my god, like way too over the top mm -hmm. shadow boxing sort of situation. Okay. He'll okay. uh he'll turn his body and he'll start punching as well, trying to okay. imitate yeah. you. Yeah. That's really cool. Okay. Um Back on the bridge, as you guys are approaching whatever sector it is you're approaching, um, you get a distress signal from uh, the USS Avenger. It's a little far out. You won't be able to make the, the intercept, but you're, you get to hear the, 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 the call. Um, and this is Ambassador Worf of the US, uh, aboard the USS Avenger. We've been attacked by, and then it cuts out. Hmm. Um, a few seconds later, a transmission is coming out across... Uh, the broad spectrum of communications in the area, um, which I assume you will turn on and listen to. Mm -hmm. That's way bigger than I wanted it to be, but all right, here you go. 
Today begins the reign of the true Klingon Empire. I, Tyrell, son of Duras, bearer of the sword of Kalos, which he holds up, destroyer of the usurper Martok and his federation puppets in the High Council, claim my birthright as emperor. This is the first step in the Klingon Empire taking its rightful place as the true leaders of the Alpha Quadrant. Kelekam. And then the screen goes out. And we'll end there. Ooh. Sounds good. I'm excited. Wow.